But right now, my friends, I want to talk about movies. I haven't been to a movie theater in a very long time. I'm pretty sure the last time I went, actually, Obama was president. That's not because I'm a hermit or a recluse. It's just I feel when it comes to watching stuff, I'm pretty sure I have everything I could ever want or need at home. My wife and I have Netflix, Prime, Crave, DAZN, and Discovery Plus. So having five platforms means there's pretty much an infinite number of movies and shows we have access to. The beauty is, if we decide we don't like something 20 minutes in, the remote's right there and we can just click away and choose something else totally free of charge. There's no shortage of things we can watch at home. And according to a recent poll of 2,000 adults, 68% of respondents say they have a movie and TV watch list that's so long, they think it's nearly impossible for them to think they'll ever be able to get through it. The average person says they have 13 shows and 16 movies on their list, which all told makes up around 104 total hours of content. If you're wondering, that's about the amount of time it would take for you to fly around the world twice. 58% of people say they've made it to the end of one of their lists completely, but for the 42% who fail, they say the biggest obstacles in their way are having to deal with the list getting perpetually longer, that's me, thinking their lists are already too long to begin with, that's also me, and that the whole process of getting caught up is just overwhelming. To talk about this and more, we've dialed up our friend, Kurt Schmeichel. Kurt's a film critic and the founder of the Three Angry Nerds podcast. Kurt, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Chris. First off, Kurt, so you enjoy movies and streaming, you know, just like the rest of us, but you also do so in a professional way. So I have to ask you, mm -hmm. like, how long is your I'll get to it eventually list? And how many platforms are you also signed up to? I'm signed up on almost all of them, and I would say I probably average on around, uh, probably around 10, 10 to 15 titles on most of them. I think Crave and Netflix are a bit longer uh, than, than 10 to 15, but yeah, definitely have a, a watch list on, on almost all of the serves. And what is on your, your I'll get to watch it eventually list? Quite a bit. Uh, I tend to watch a lot of older shows that I just find comfort food, so... Uh, a lot of like Cheers, Frasier, Gilmore Girls, that's a classic. Just older shows that I kind of like just put on in the background. You know, oftentimes I've seen them already, but it's just something I could put on while I'm cooking or cleaning or doing something. Uh, even though, you know, yeah, there, there were classes that I like to go back to. Yeah, what do you think's the longest you've ever had something on your list before actually getting around to watch it, right? Like, Squid Game is still there for me, and yeah. it looks me it looks me right in the face every single night. But it's like, I'm not really in the mood right now. Like, that's a little heavy. Like, you know, I, I like watching NFL. Like, the, the, the Mariners are on, that sort of thing. What's the longest you think you've yeah. ever gone? I think the longest I've ever had a title on my watch list is around four years, and I remember it being something on netflix it was some kind of horror movie and i was sick one day i had the flu and i just decided like you know what? i think it's time i finally watched this thing because it's been on there far too long have you ever really regretted putting off watching something where you finally get around to it and you're like i wish that i could tell myself two years ago to go check this out and like all my friends told me that breaking bad was great you know, I'll, I'll get there. And then when I finally watched it in spring of 2013, I'm like, you guys weren't joking. Is that something that's happened to you? 
Uh, yeah, I think it does. And I like I'm the sort of person I'll give a show. Like usually the shows are the ones that you kind of have the most like reaction to. Like oftentimes with movies I watch, I go, oh, okay, that was great. But shows are a longer investment. So usually for me, like I'll give an, a show three episodes to kind of wow me and see if I'm gonna stay hooked on it. So. Yeah, there's been a few where I go, oh, gosh, like, I should have been watching this a long time ago. But then oftentimes there's ones where I watch for three episodes and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay taking this off the list and not returning back to it. So it works vice versa, too. Yeah, the most popular selections on people's lists are Stranger Things, 24%, Game of Thrones, still mm-hmm. 21%, Walking Dead, 21%, Breaking Bad, that's that's going on a bit, 19%, and yeah. Squid Game. Uh, from your professional experience, does that make sense? You know, kind of the bigger series that are very critically acclaimed that people's friends may tell them you have to watch this and through peer pressure or, or just, you know, deciding I will get there. Are those some of the bigger titles that make sense to you on that list? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely some shows that I think end up on watch list of like, say, like top 10 shows you should watch from the last like 10, 20 years, stuff like that. So I think those shows are oftentimes mentioned on lists, and then as those kind of lists kind of get out there, they kind of get out and more people's suggestions, and those are definitely some of the more popular choices. I mean, there's definitely uh, a lot of those shows that you see people will kind of recommend over over and over again, and you kind of just go, okay, it's definitely, I think Breaking Bad is the one that, like, I, I watched that show when it was airing live, but... Uh, it's a show that even some people go, have you seen Breaking Bad? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I have. But that's <laughs> the one that people go back to quite a bit. What's the value of having basically everything that's ever been out there, right? Every show that we mm. probably see that you saw Breaking Bad, right? Whether it's on Disney Plus now or yeah. Paramount Plus, Netflix, every single thing is there. And so what do you think the value is now? Like you don't need to wait around and set your DVR or even just just get the TV guide anymore, right? So we're so spoiled mm. as media and specifically television consumers now. Yeah, for sure. I mean... The great thing about it is we can always tackle that content at our own pace, which is great. So, you know, there's times where you can maybe watch five episodes at a night if you've got the time, or maybe you just watch one on your lunch break. Uh, we now have that flexibility to tackle that content however we see fit, and I think that just makes it a little bit more digestible. I mean, I'm re-watching Breaking Bad with my partner. She's never seen it before, and... Uh, it's great. You know, we can watch however many episodes we want, take a break, come back to it, whatever you want. Whereas when you were watching Breaking Bad uh, as it aired, you know, you watched that one episode, you had to wait a whole other week or, you know, in some cases, the breaks between seasons to get answers. But now you can, you know, however you want to pace it, you you can get it to that content in your t- own time and however you see fit. Awesome, Kurt. Final question for you here. Uh, what have you recently really gotten into and uh, can give us a review? Yeah, there's a couple things that I really get into and enjoy. Uh, there's a new show that's going to be hitting Disney Plus soon. Uh, it's called Reboot. It's from the creator of Modern Family, and it's about a uh, show that uh, was a hit in the 2000s, and they try to bring it back. It sounds like a documentary or mockumentary, but it's not. It's sort of like a satire of the movie industry, and uh, it was really funny. They had a lot of actors that uh, a lot of people would recognize, Keegan michael Key, uh, Judy Greer, Etc. Really funny show uh, that's going to be hitting Disney Plus up here in Canada. Uh, and then uh, there's a show I watch on Shutter called The Last Driver with Joe Bob Briggs, where 
every uh, week during the season, he showcases two kind of obscure horror movies, kind of uh, movies that people might not be aware of. And he just always presents them with so much charm and charisma. It's hard not to kind of fall in love with uh, the programming they have on there. Kurt Schmeichel, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much.